0: You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com victoryalabang. Ngayon pong araw na ito, meron tayong series break. Nung nakaraang pinag-usapan natin is about rise and fall. It's all about those people who became king of Israel. Ito pong ating series break, sa parang mayroong semi-continuation. okay? But ito po something to do as well with uh after the election okay now sino po sa inyo mga bumoto taas ang kamay yan sige po taas kamay ah, maraming rin naman pala first and foremost i would like to congratulate you why because you fulfilled your social responsibility and you did your part and you participated in this election at natapos na ho ang halalan meron na pong resulta somehow kahit hindi pa uh, official, pero may partial unofficial na. Doon na rin ho pa At ang nanalo pong presidente ay walang iba kundi si presumptive. Mayin ko lang kasi election lang eh. Presumptive President-elect Rodrigo Duterte. Okay? Alam ko pong iba-iba ang natin. But it's just alright. God is sovereign enough to put the right person whom God thinks is for our good. Okay? Iba-iba tayo ng kaisipan. Kaming mga pastor, iba-iba yung aming binoto. Ito pong election na ito, mga kapatid, it is the most contentious election in Philippine history. Marami pong nag-away, hindi lang yung mga kandidato. Kaya kung ako sa inyo, makipag-reconcile na kayo. I-like nyo na uli yung mga pictures nila, yung mga inan-friendin i-friend nyo na uli. Okay? Makipagkaibigan na uli kayo. Okay? Batiin nyo sila pag nakakasalubong ninyo sa church. Para, kasi ang eleksyon mo isang araw lang, tapos na. Kasi minsan, well, kahit na ho, mga kristyano, naging so passionate sa halalang ito na ultimo asawa nila, inaway nila. Actually, sa bahay ho namin, yung anak ko iba sa binoto naming mag-asaway. But, you know, democracy kami sa family. Mas mahalaga yung rason kung bakit niya ang binoto mo kaysa doon sa tao mismo. Okay. At uh, sa Vice President naman ho, eh wala pa pong malinaw kung sino ang nanalo kasalukuyan pang uh, ina- mag-aabang tayo niyan dahil uh, medyo mayroong akusasyon ng dayaan, sabi ay eh, wala naman dayaan. Well, uh, tingnan po natin, bahagi huyan ng ating mga ipapanalangin. At alam po natin, ang nanalo si uh, Mayor Rodrigo Duterte bilang atin pong uh, Pangulo ng Pilipinas. Yung iba may pangamba, pero suggest ko huwag na kayong mangamba. Okay? Kasi... La na, alam natin, 40% yung bumoto sa kanya. At marami sa inyo, siguro 40% din ng congregation bumoto sa kanya. Okay? Pero isang side of truth lang yene, eh. Ang kompletong katotohanan sa 40% bumoto sa kanya, ibig sabihin 60% hindi bumoto sa kanya. Okay? Now, meron pong mga minsan negatibong pananaw na yung 60% daw, marami sa kanila ay mag-aabang at na kung kailan siya magkakamali. Ang tanong doon ay tama bang yun? isa lang ang bansa natin. Dapat matuto tayong ipanalangin sino man ang nanalong presidente, binoto naman ninyo o hindi. Dapat ipanalangin natin na siya'y magtagumpay dahil ang kanyang tagumpay ay tagumpay nating lahat. Now, meron kung mga karatula na ito ito po yung mga nakasulat. Maganda hong pakinggan. Maganda hong basahin. Orodi, only Duterte makes things happen. Duterte people's last hope. Maganda hong pakinggan. Pero medyo theologically wrong dahil laging sinasabi, and I am consistent with this, si Jesus lang ang pag-asa ng ating bayan. Amen. Amen. Yung mga kandidato, wag nating gawing mga misaya. Okay? Hindi silang misaya, tao rin hu sila. And that's why this is the sum- the summary of the Rise and Fall series natin. Kita nyo, lahat yung mga hari, sumablay sila. Kasi tao lang din sila. Except for Abimelech nasa sa simula pa lang wicked hanggang sa matapos ay wicked kaya ang buong nation ay nagsuffer at yung naglagay sa kanya sa position ay talagang mga pinagpapatay din niya. Now, yung ibang mga naging uh, leader, naging hari ng Israel, yung mga righteous na pinili ng Panginoon, they made such a great difference in the lives of the people, umunlad ang bansa. Pero dahil sama, mga tinig ng din sila na misaya eh ang mga tao na silang misaya sila ng mga sa kapangyarihan, sa pera, sa babae, at sa glory ng pagiging hari. Kaya sa bandang dulo, sumablay at ang nation, sumablay na rin. So, ganun po yung history. Kaya karamihan sakala nag-ending sa fall. Except for David, na nagrepent sa Panginoon because God had a divine purpose in his life now. Natatakot yung iba, Pastor. Palagay ko, hindi lang yan kamay na bakal. Kamay yan na baril. Ha? yung kanyang pahamba dahil obviously naman sa kanyang campaign at sa kanyang mga sinasabi okay, na marami siyang ipinapatay, whether that is true or not, only God knows. Okay? Tapos ay bahagi ng kanyang interview, isabi niya, It's going to be a dictatorship. I am a dictator. So what? <laughs> so may may sinabi niya, I will not be a dictator. So hindi natin alam kung ano ang katotohanan doon. Pero, siyempre, marinig mo lang yung salitang dictator in our history. Alam natin, meron nang may tatak niyan eh, di ba? Pag sinabing dictator, meron na agad pangalan na pumapasok sa isipan ng mga Pilipino. Ang tanong po ngayon, In times of uncertainty, because we don't know what lies ahead, how should we respond in the change that is coming? Do you believe that there is a coming change? Di ba? Ang kampanya is, change is coming. Now, in times of uncertainty, how should we respond in the change that is coming? Yan po yung tanong na ating sasagutin sa pagtalakay natin sa buhay ni Isaiah at sa hari na namatay sa kanyang panahon na si King Uzziah. Tumayo po tayong lahat at buksan po natin ang ating Biblia sa Isaiah chapter 6, beginning verse 1 up to verse 8. Sabay-sabay po nating basahin. Nanda na po ba kayo? Okay, 1, 2, 3. We ask for the power of your whole Holy Spirit to be with us, guide us, lead us, enlighten us, and enable us to apply your word in our situation now that there is an incoming new president and administration of our nation. Thank you, God. We honor you, Jesus. This is our prayer. Amen. Amen. Tingnan natin yung background nito. Si Isaiah po ay nakakita ng vision of God sitting on the throne. It was a time when King Uzziah died. Si King Uzziah is one of, I should say, is one of the righteous kings na raised ng Panginoon. Remember that after the time of Solomon, nahati ang Israel to northern and to southern part. The southern part is called Judah. They were put under judgment. And so, nagkaroon ng mga wicked kings along the way. Nagkaroon ng mga wicked kings. At dito sa southern Judah, after Amaziah, the father of Uzziah, siya yung sumunod. And because Uzziah was a righteous king, they experienced great prosperity. During the time of Solomon, they already experienced that. Pero naranasan muli nila kay King Uzziah, but of course, it's not as great as the time of King Solomon. Because as I keep on saying, even in our worship night the last time, if God would like to prosper a nation, God is going to raise up a righteous king. But if God would like to punish a nation because of their sins, God is going to raise up a wicked king. Si King Isaiah was a righteous king. And he was somehow used by the Lord mightily to give them prosperity. If we are to look at the background of this ang kanyang buong buhay natin sa Second Chronicles chapter 26. Ang sabi roon ang verse 3, 16 years old lang siya when he started reigning as king and he reigned for 52 years in Jerusalem. At ito ang magandang katangian niya sa verse 4. And he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord according to all that his father Amaziah had done. He set himself to seek God in the days of Zechariah who instructed him in the fear of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him prosper. So what is the secret of a nation's prosperity? Kapagka mayroong righteous deeds and righteous acts, ang isa pong leader. Pinagpapala ng Diyos ang bayan and if the nation cooperates with that righteousness karon po ng great prosperity at tignan natin at silipin natin konti yung prosperity na naranasan sa panahon ni Uzziah, naranasan ito ng Juda. He prospered in battle. Yung kanilang laging kaaway, yung mga philis, yung tinalo nila. They also broke down the wall of Gath and the wall of Jabne and the wall of Ashdod. Merosyang 2,600 mighty men of valor at sa ilalim nila ay merong 307,500 army. Wow! Matindi yung kanilang AFP sa panahong yun. Okay? He prospered in building yung mga cities ng enemies nila na na-capture nila. kinuwa nilayon at tinayuan nila ng mga establishment. At nagtayuri sila ng strong fortifications sa iba't ibang bundok, sa iba't ibang lugar. Dahil, ibig sabihin nun, yun yung kanilang protective defenses. Hindi sila basta-basta ng kaaway pagka sila located yung kanilang defenses do sa mga matataas na bundok. He prospered in bounty. Marami silang water supply. In an agricultural nation such as Jerusalem, that is very important. Iinumin ng mga hayop nila, ang mga halaman nila, mga pananim nila, mga palay nila ay madidiligan. Kaya marami pong nahu kay nabalon sa kanyang panahon. Kaya naman napakarami nilang cattle, fields, and vineyards. So makikita po natin na talagang matindi yung prosperity na ginawa ng Panginoon. Why? Because Uzziah was a righteous man. He did exactly what the Lord had told him during his time. Another thing in verse 15, ang sabi, in Jerusalem He made machines invented by skillful men to be on the towers and the corners to shoot arrows and great stones. And His fame spread far for he was marvelously helped till he was strong. So you see, sumikat pa siya ng gusto. Yumaman yung kanyang pinamumunuan. Kayo ba'y nananampalataya na ang Pilipinas ay uunlad? Dapat tayong manampalataya. Wag tayong maging negative. Change is coming. Let us believe that that change is positive, not negative. Amen. Because there are two kinds of change, negative and a positive change. Pero ito pong unfortunate na nangyari sa buhay ni King Uzziah. Sabi ng verse 16, But when he was strong, he grew proud. Sa so madali salita, nakapasok ang pride, and pride is a killer. It's a Lucifer spirit. But when he was strong, he grew proud to his destruction, for he was unfaithful to the Lord God and entered the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar of incense. Lalala ba si King Saul? Nung ang ginawa niya, nung hindi pa dumarating si Prophet Samuel, hindi naman siya saserdote, pero siya ang nag-alay sa Panginoon. And God was so strict about that, especially in the Old Testament. And so, yun po yung naging Thailand sumablay. Dahil pumasok yung pride, sumablay po si King Uzziah. At ito po yung nangyari sa kanya sa verse 20. And Azariah the chief priest and all the priests look at him and behold, he was leprous. Yung leprosy po, sign or symbol yun ng kasalanan. He was leprous on his head. And they rushed him out quickly, and he himself hurried to go out, because the Lord had struck him. Sa madalit salita, he died. Now, it was into this context and background that Isaiah saw the vision of God sitting on the throne. Because he was in a moment of being in despair. Balungkot siya. Parang nasa state of hopelessness because naki niya kung ang kamay ng Diyos ay kumilos sa buhay ni Uzziah na pagpala. Natatakot na naman itong si Prophet Isaiah. He knew in his mind that change was coming. Unfortunately, it was not a positive change. So he was so focused on King Uzziah and all he could see was despair, negative things. Ang senaryo na kanyang nakikita in the future, then suddenly God revealed Himself to Isaiah. Why? Because God would like to change His perspective in the same way that all of us should align our perspective in the perspective of God. He saw God sitting on the throne. Dito po sa may first point natin, Pinakita ng Dios nang siya'y hindi nagbabago. God changes not. Hindi nagbabago ang Dios. Regardless of who is the leader, God remains to be sitting on the throne. He is not just a king. He is the king of kings and lord of lords. What does the throne represent? Nakita niya nakaupo sa trono si Lord. From being in despair, hopelessness, uncertainty, suddenly kinuha ni Lord yung kanyang attention. Ang nakita, wow! He saw God sitting on the throne and the throne represent power and authority and God was the one sitting there. On the other hand, He saw the vacancy of the throne of Judah. But God snatched and shifted His perspective on the God who was seated on the throne. So nakita niya, Si God nakaupo sa trono, anong ibig sabihin nun? That God remains to be in control, whoever is the leader, or even if there is no leader. Amen. Sa ganito natin, dapat tinitignan din ang buhay natin. Minsan we are so focused on the uncertainty of our situation, sometimes we are so focused on our own problem, financially, in our marriage problem, in our business problem, Bakit hindi mo subukang gamitin lang yung mata ng pananampalataya at tignan mo si Jesus na nakaupo sa trono at siyang may kontrol ng lahat ng bagay sa buhay mo? Amen? Come on, let's give God praise for that. God is the one in control of our nation regardless of who sits there in Malacanang Palace. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up. Anong ibig sabihin ng high and lifted up? That God has a better perspective of things. He sees the big picture. We who are down here could just see a limited perspective. Hindi natin makita yung buong picture. Kayo na nakaupo dyan, ang higit makikita nyo lang siguro yung katabi ninyo. Yung pinakamalapit sa inyo. Nasa kaliwa nyo o nasa kanan ninyo. Pero ako na nakatayo ako dito dahil nasa platform ako, kitang kita ko kung sino yung gusto nang matulog. Ha? Kitang-kita ko kung sino yung mga gusto nang mag Bakit? Kasi I have a better perspective than your location. Amen? Amen? The same thing that God is high and lifted up, far above all dominions and authorities that we can name. So yung nasa taas, kaya di ba pag nagsasabi tayo, magtiwala ka sa Diyos. Di ba? Makaganoon di ba? Di ba sinabi, magtiwala ka kay Lord. <laughs> nakita lang ako kayo magtiwala kay Lord Abis, sino Lord dyan tinuturo natin do sa tas why? because God is high and lifted up kita niya yung mga bagay niya hindi natin kita Ko ang tanong ninyo bakit si Duterte hindi sana sayang ang Pilipinas magiging parang isang buong Makati na hindi ba sayang hindi siyang nanalo tapos na ho tayo doon eh Huwag na tayo manginaya at sabihin natin, hindi ba dapat ang gobyerno ay may puso? Gusto <laughs> naman, nasa tuwid na daan na nga tayo, lilikaw pa ba Di ba? Tapos na ho tayo dun eh. God is sovereign. Galagay niya kung sino yung gusto niyang ilagay. And because God is high and lifted up, He knows better. Ano pang sabi nun? at that, train of His robe filled the temple. It talks about the majesty, the splendor of God, the glory of God. Hindi pwedeng libitahan yan sa isang lugar. The whole earth is filled with His glory. You cannot put God in a box and dictate what He would like to do. Sometimes the Lord thinks differently from the way we think. Siya ang naglagay doon, siya yung nag-promote ng tao. Hindi naman self-proclaimed president si Duterte. He was promoted by God there because promotion does not come from the east nor from the west. Promotion comes from the Lord. And promotion, it's not something that we claim. It is something that God gives it to us. Amen. Binibigay iyon ng Panginoon sa atin. Hindi yan bagay na dinidemand. Punta ka sa boss mo, sabi mong uh, sabi sa akin ni Lord, remote niya na eh. <laughs> mo na ko. You cannot say that because it is not being demanded, it is being given. It's only those people who trust in God could understand that. Sabi ni Paul, Dr. Wayne Grudem, politics according to the Bible in his book. Sabi niya, therefore no matter what happens, no matter whether we win or lose, individual elections, and individual political battles, we should never despair. For our God is on the throne, and He will surely accomplish His good purposes in all of history, His good purposes for His church, and His good purposes for each of us. Do you believe that God has a purpose in this nation? Certainly, yes. He has a purpose in the course of our history, in our nation, in you and me, in our church. And God is so wise, the wisest of all, that despite and in spite of failed expectations that we have, still God can manage to fulfill His purpose in a miraculous way. Dahil may plano ang Diyos and no plans of God can be thwarted. Walang plano ng Diyos ang pwedeng hindi mangyari. Sometimes it's delayed dahil na rin sa atin, sometimes because of our stubbornness, sometimes because of our sins and disobedience, but he who promised is faithful and he will fulfill it. Ang inuuna muna ng Diyos bago niya ganapin yung purpose sa buhay mo is God is more concerned with your character and attitude more than your promotion and more than your blessing and more than your purpose. Amen. Because God can only fulfill that purpose if you are aligned to the character of God. Sa Daniel chapter 2, verse 20-21, to 21, he said, si Daniel po ito, ah, during the time when they were held captives by the Babylonians and they had a wicked king. At papapatay lahat ng mga wise sa Babylon. Kasama na siya dahil walang makainterpret sa panaginip ng hari. Now, ang sabi ni Daniel dito, dahil Binigyan siya ni Lord ng interpretasyon sa panaginip ng Pharaoh. Sabi niya, he said, Praise the name of God forever and ever, for He has all wisdom and power. He controls the course of world events. He removes kings and sets up other kings. Sino ang naglalagay? Si Lord ang naglalagay ng mga hari. Siya ang kumukontrol sa sitwasyon ng buong mundo. Si Daniel... Pwede siyang magreklamo. Kasi po, pwede siyang isa sa mapapatay. Dahil, sabi ng Pero, dahil wala makainterpret sa kanyang panaginip, ipatayin lahat ng mga matatalino. So, so, dahil sila, Daniel, bagamat sila ay part ng chosen people of God, pero nasabdue sila ng Babylon, pati sila ipapapatay papapatay na. Pero ang ginawa ni Daniel, kumingi ng katalinoan sa Panginoon, lalo pang nagpuri, he responded in worship. And so, you know what happened there? Nung mabigay ni Daniel yung interpretation, siya pa ang nag-promote kay Daniel. At ginamit si Daniel para, si, para ma-erase up din sila mesyak, si Sadrach, na Abednego, na part ng chosen people of God to govern the entire government. At si Daniel, naging kanang kamay ng Pharaoh. Ginamit ng Diyos si Pharaoh para ang isang mananampalataya ng Diyos ay maging kanang kamay niya at mapagpala maging ang mga anak ng Diyos. Amen. That's exactly what I mean. That is the posture that we should be taking as a church. Instead of us complaining, instead na tayo magabang, abang kailan ba siya magkakamali? Pag siya lumagpas ng six months at hindi pa niya na lutas ang krimen, dapat siya magresign. Is that supposed to be the attitude that we should pose? I don't think so. We should pray for him. Three to six months ang sabi niya, Alam naman natin, mga political statements lang yan eh. Paano kung six months in one day, dapat na ba siya mag You know, that's only a political statement. And we, as part of the Philippine Society, alam natin ng politika dito. Lahat ng, lahat ng klase ng pangako, ipapangako ng politiko para manalo. They are just but human being. Pero tayo as a church, we have to understand, we have to be patient, we have to pray for our incoming president. Dahil kung yun ang posture natin, kahit nag-granting na matigas yung kanyang puso at ayaw niyang gumawa ng mga bagay halimbawa na makakabuti para sa ating bayan. Pero pag natuto tayong manalangin, alam niyo ang kayang gawin ng Diyos. Proverbs 21 verse 1, The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. He directs it like a water course wherever he pleases. Ang puso ng hari ay nasa kamay ng Diyos at kanya itong padadaluyan, katulad, katulad ng tubig, padadaluyan niya kung saan man niya nais. God can control the heart, even of President Duterte. Sa Isaiah chapter 6, verses 2 and 3, isa pang vision na nakita niya. Above him stood the seraphim, each had six wings. With two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet. And with two he flew. And one called to another and said, Holy Holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of His glory. In tatlong holy speaks about the trinity and speaks about the fullness of God's holiness. Super holy that no one can beat. No one can compare. Nakita yun ni Prophet Isaiah. You know what? When you see and when you understand the holiness of God, you would be able to see how unholy you are. How unholy we are. We would like to see change. But change must start within us. At sino ang bumabago sa atin? Ang Dios ang bumabago sa atin. He changes us. In verse 4, ang sabi ron, matapos niyang makita ang kabanalan ng Dios, And the foundation of the threshold shook at the voice of him who called. And the house was filled with smoke. And I said, Woe is me, for I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Bakit nasabi ni Isaiah? Isaiah was a prophet, ibig sabihin, mouthpiece of God. In a human perspective, lahat ng lumalabas sa kanyang bibig, ay mainam, maganda, mabuti, galing sa Diyos. And yet, he said, Woe is me, for I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips. Why? Because Isaiah did not compare his holiness to the holiness of his neighbor. He compared his holiness to the holiness of God, and he realized that his holiness is nothing. Kung iniisip man banal tayo, Kasi minsan, ang comparison mo, yung kapwa mo-tao, mabuti na lang hindi ako katulad nun. No? Kasi kung dumating siya pag sa church late, eh, buti na lang maaga ako dito. Lord, hindi naman ako katulad nun. No? Tignan mo naman. No? Hindi siya nagta-tithes offering. Oh. Ako lagi ako nagbibigay ng tithes offering ko. Our tendency is to compare ourselves with others and we look at our own righteousness and goodness. Nagiging holy. Nakakaroon tayo ng itatag na holier than thou spirit. Alam nyo ba yun? Basta, yun. <laughs> Para mo, mas banal ka among all the rest. Why? Because you compare yourself with your fellow men. But if you are to focus on the holiness of God, just like Prophet Isaiah, propeta na ito ha, A spokesperson of God, then he repented and he humbled himself, humbled himself before God. Why? Because ng makita niya ang super na ng Diyos na at kita niya, napakarumi pala niya. Amen subokanya dapang magkaroon kay ng t-shirt na puti lalo na 'yun ay bagong laba. Di ba? Oh, puti. Pero may tatabi sa iyo bago yung damit niya, hindi pa nalaban, pero bagong-bago, makikita mo may itim palay sa iyo. <laughs> Kasi mas puti yung kanya eh. Nak nako yung ibig ko sabihin. When you see the holiness of God, your response is for you to humble yourself before him because you would be able to see that no matter how good you are in the sight of men, we are still unrighteous if we are to compare to the standard of God. Amen. Hindi niya di siya lumapit kay Lord na. Wow, Lord, I'm your prophet. I operate on the prophetic empire above all other citizens. Hindi niya kina para yung kanyang sarili sa kanyang kapwa. Hindi siya lamang. Wow, is my neighbor. For they have unclean lips, unlike me. I prophesy! Hindi ko ganun ang sinabi niya. He humbled himself before God. Sabi niya, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips. So you know what, at the end of the day, pag tayo humaharap sa JOS, humaharap tayo, hindi bilang isang executive ng bank, o bilang isang engineer, o bilang isang propeta, o isang teacher, o pastor, aharap tayo sa JOS as we are, as a child of God we should learn how to humble ourselves before God. Amen? Can we give God praise for that? For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Now, sabi pong gano sa verse 6, Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hands a burning coal that he had taken with tongs from the altar. And he touched my mouth and said, Behold, these has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for. Sabi niyo burning coal. Ano sa Tagalog yun? Nagbabagang uling. Nasubukan nyo na pang malagayan kayo ng nagbabagang uling sa inyong bibig. Masakit, di mo ba? Kung man. Pero dinyo kundin nyo susubukan? Dahil just to imagine it, alam nyo na naman yung pain. You know what? If you would like to experience change, you must be willing to take that pain. Because it's sometimes through the pain that God can mold our character. Boy, may naminta sa'yo. Nasaktan ka. Sabi lang, pahangit daw ako. Minsan yung pride natin. Minsan yung expectation natin, hindi nangyari, nagagalit tayo. It means there is something wrong in your heart because you are not responding in humility. You are fighting back. Yung burning kuldoon, it's the refining fire of the Lord in our lives. Bakit nilinis yung kanyang mat? Kasi mas gagamitin pa siya ni Lord. Kung gusto natin mas magamit pa tayo ni Lord ng gusto, handa ka dapat na magpadurog sa kanya. Handa ka dapat magparifine sa kanya. And he touched my mouth and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for. That burning coal represents the righteousness of God, the holiness of God that would remove our unholiness, our unrighteousness. And we must allow God to do that for us to be used by God even more. God has given us the provision. Kaya ang daylan kung bakit nagdudusa sila Prophet Isaiah during that time is because nagkasala yung kanilang hari. But God has a provision for us in 2 Chronicles 7.14. If my people were called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, and I will hear from heaven. And I will forgive their sin and heal their land. When people would ask for forgiveness, that is God's condition before He would heal the land. Hadyan kayo. And a nation full of pride cannot ask for forgiveness. Ang isang taong malaki, ma, mataas ang pride mapapapakumbaba. Pero pag natutong magpakumbaba, alam naman ni Lord lahat tayo sablay, eh. aminin natin. Amen. Lahat tayo nagkasala. Pero ang inaantay lang niya sa atin, yung magpakumbaba katulad sa bayan natin. All of us must learn to repent, especially no nakarang election na nagdivide ang maraming maraming mga congregation. Naging divisive masyado yung election. Kalimutan na yung election. Let's let's come together now and repent before God. Lord, forgive us from our division. Forgive us from fighting each other, because of the candidates. We should come together. Why? Because si Lord nakatingin sa church kung anong ating gagawin. Where the, na- where the church goes, the nation goes. God is expecting something from us. God would like to change our nation but He's going to change it through us because we are the church. And as I said, wherever the church goes, the nation goes. Anong sabi po rito sa Isaiah 6.8? And I heard a voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Then I said, Here I am. Send me. Whenever God would like to do something in a particular nation, God would like to use someone. God would like to use a corporate man in our time. That corporate man is none other than the church. Each and every one of us. Sino ang mga ngaral ng salita ng Panginoon, Lord, here I am. Send me. Ang role natin sa bayang ito ay hindi yung tayo ay mamulitika. As a church, our role is still to be a church to proclaim the good news that can transform people's lives. Our role as a church is to still make disciples. Our role of this as the church is to obey and to submit to our government. Do you believe that really Positive change is coming. Positive na yung confession ko. Positive na dito lang basta change. Ah. Positive change is coming. Now, kayo ba handa kayo magcooperate cooperate sa bayan natin? Now, may mga panukala na, na inilalabas. Mayroong mga intention na yung ating magiging bagong Pangulo. Ano yung mga intention niya? Una, okay. pagdating ng alas 9 ng gabi, bawal na ang karaoke at saka video-oke. Huh? Struggle sa akin yan. But I'm willing to comply. I'm willing to obey. We have to sacrifice. Magkakaroon ng curfew. Anong oras? Then, sa mga kabataan. Pag nauli yung mga kabataan, mga teenager, ng alas 10 ng gabi, hindi silang ikukulong yung magulang. O, kita nyo na. Kayo, may anak kay teenager, responsibilidad nyo yan. Bawal lang uminom, Wala lang kayong problema dito eh. Bawal kayong uminom ng alak na pagdating ng alauna ng gabi. Kukulong kayo pagkakay susuray-suray doon. O nakita nakikipag-inuman. Malamang yan, pag bawal na rin, pati pagtitinda ng alak pagdating ng alauna ng madaling araw. Handa ba kayong mag-cooperate doon? Yung hindi sumagot, malamang nagsiyang minum. <laughs> Problema kayo dyan. Ha? Yung mga may sasakyan, kung ang sasakyan nyo is year 2000 and below, ha? traffic sa EDSA, nagreklamo kayo, We want change! po, yung 2,000 and below, lahat po ay ipay-pays out na. Uunahin ang mga public utility vehicle. Kaya suggestion ko kung ang kasasakyan nyo is 1999, <laughs> e, eh, benta nyo do sa hindi nagbabasa ng jaryo. Kasalanan nga yun, hindi siya nagbabasa ng jaryo. <laughs> eh, luluwag na ang EDSA. Alam nyo ba yung dating panukala na ang ang mga na bus, pag nahuli, kalahating milyon ang bayad. Malamang yon ituloy ni Duterte. Kasi gusto nyo, kamay na bakal eh, ibibigay sa inyo yan. Sa EDSA, meron ahong mga CCTV camera. Okay? At malamang yan, sa pagdating ng Duterte presidency, hindi na lang sa EDSA. Okay? pat sa major and minor thoroughfare, malamang magkaroon ng CCTV. Eh, kung ikaw habitual violator ka... Tawang tuwa ka siguro. O, nakuwa lang nanguhuli sa akin. Pag renew mo ng lisensya, nakalista lahat yung kaso mo. <laughs> Bayaran mo lahat yan, bawat penalty. Mahari magreklawan mo ka, ipapakita sa'yo yung summary ng lahat ng violation mo dahil lahat ay naka-record sa CCTV. Ha? Ano? Gusto niyo pa? Ha? Baka nga, ako tingin ko lang ha, baga ba't niya sinasaan, baka maglagay ng kulungan dun sa EDSA. Di ba nakalagay, bawal tumawid dito, nakamamatay. O, pag tingilit yung tumawid, doon lang mismo, ikukulong na kayo doon, maghapon na kayo doon. Pag tumawid kayo, eh, gusto ninyong disiplina, eh, ibibigay sa inyo. Kung di ba, di ba nakalagay, bawal umihi dito, lalagyan ng CCTV camera yun? Nakapwesto ka? Papitapito ka pang ganyan? Kitang-kita yung mukhang sa camera? O, ibabalita ngayon sa TV Patrol. Lalaking ito, nahuli sa CCTV camera, umiihi sa bawal na lugar. Bawal magtapo ng basura dito sa ating panungkos. Sa bawal magtapo ng basura, lahat ng basura naroon. <laughs> Pag pina-implement ang disiplina, magkakaroon ng tunay na pagbabago. Ang tanong yun, handa ba kayo sa pagbabagong ito? Yes. Si King medyo natatakot si Pastor Kingi. Eh. Baka kasi baka implement pagdating ng alas 10 ng gabi, huhuliin na mga gwapo. <laughs> Merong pagbabago na mangyayar, but we have to, to cooperate. How can we be of help to transform this nation? Unahin natin yan sa magita ng panalangin. Sabi ng 1 Timothy 2.1-3, I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayer, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men for kings and for all who are in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior. Pangalawa, sa Romans 13, 1 and 3, everyone must, Amen. again, Amen. submit himself to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except that which God has established the authorities that exist have been established by God. For rulers hold no terror for those who do right, but for those who do wrong. Do you want to be free from fear of the one in authority? Then, do what is right and He will commend you. Sabi niyo, do what is right. Sabi mo sa katabi niyo, do what is right. That is our responsibility to our government, to our nation. And lastly, as a church, we are not supposed to stop preaching the gospel and making disciples of people because genuine transformation starts from within. And it is the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ that can only change a wicked heart, a sinful heart. He Jesus died for all of our sins so that He would shed His precious blood and through that blood, Ang bawat lumapit kay Jesus ay nililinis ng banal na dugo ng Panginoong Jesus. And if anyone is in Christ, He is a new creation, the oldest gun, Behold, the new has come. Nagkakaroon ng pagbabago sa tao. It's the same gospel that we preach today that has been preached more than 2,000 years ago. It's still the same message that transformed each and every one of us, not just during the time when we offered our lives to Jesus, but as long as we live, that same power of the gospel will be the one to transform us. Mga kapatid, again, the hope of this nation is Jesus Christ and His gospel. Let's continue to do our part. You may be uncertain of what is about to come, but you have to put your faith and your trust in God. Positive change is coming only when we put our trust on the one who sits upon the throne let's bow down our head Lord Jesus thank you for sitting upon the throne we look up to you Christianity is all about our personal relationship with you it's not about our blessing it's not about self exaltation it's not about the fame it's not about the prosperity it's not about the position Christianity is about personal relationship with you and when we have that personal relationship with you, we can impact this society that we live in. Enable us, Lord God, to have that faith, to see that the change that's coming is positive. Lord, ang bayang ito'y para sa'yo. Meron lamang kaming isang bayan. Pagkaisahin mo kaming mga Pilipino, lalo na kaming mga Kristiyano, na manalangin magpasakop sa aming bayan, sa aming gobyerno. At kami tumulong sa pagtatayo ng isang bayang dakila. Kami maging instrumento mo upang ang iyong salita na nagbibigay ng pagbabago ay maipangaral sa lahat ng tao. Salamat po, Panginoon. Patawarin mo po kami if we have unclean lips. Kung kami nagsinungaling nag-slander, nag-backbiting, namintas sa ibang tao, nagsabi ng hindi magaganda, nagmura, nagsalitan ng laban sa aming pamahalaan, laban sa aming kapwa. Forgive us, Lord God, and cleanse us from our unclean lips. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Linisin mo rin, Panginoon, ang aming puso, igit sa lahat lumapit kami sa iyo ng may pagpapakumbaba, hindi ang aming kabanalan kundi ang kabanalan mo. Thank you, Jesus. I want you as your head bowed on, eyes closed. I would like you to just imagine Jesus sitting upon the throne with all of His glory and splendor and majesty. I would like you to use your eyes to see Jesus high and lifted up And how do you respond when you see Him on the throne? Kung kayo ay bago sa lugar na ito, maaaring from time to time dumadalo kayo. Pero alam niyo sa inyong puso, hindi pa si Jesus yung nakaupo sa trono ng inyong buhay, sa trono ng inyong puso. Ito ay isang pagkakataon, papasukin mo si Jesus sa iyong buhay. Kung nais mo siyang tanggapin sa iyong puso bilang Panginoon mo, tagapagligtas, bibigyan kanya ng buhay na walang hanggan ng karapatang maging anak ng Diyos. kaya kung nais mo na maranasan ang pagbabago sa iyo, nais mong tanggapin si sa iyong puso, handa kitang ipanalangin, kapatid, sangkaman kamana ka po, wag mong tignan yung nasa tabi mo, nasa paligid mo, taas mo lang ang iyong kamay, at ikaw ay Just lift up your hands. Wherever you are seated, don't be ashamed thank you for that hand nakita ka ng Panginoon. don't be afraid this is your opportunity thank you thank you come on lift up your hands I'm giving you this opportunity to have eternal life to have your salvation we cannot save ourselves only Jesus can save us Kuling panawagan po, lahat ng nais tumanggap kay Jesus, taas niyo lang ang inyong kamay. Pagpipray ko po kayo. Salamat, kapatid. You are doing the greatest decision that you can ever do in your life. Salamat po sa mga nasa likod. Salamat, nakita kayo ng Diyos. Thank you so much. Sa lahat po nang nagtaas ng kamay with all humility in your heart. Alam kong hindi niyo tataas ang inyong kamay kung hindi kayo sincere sa pagtanggap kay Jesus. Pwede po ba kayong tumayo sa oras na ito? And I'll pray for you. Thank you, God, for these people who are standing up. Thank you, Lord God, for the fear of God in their hearts. Take full control of their lives beginning today. Lalo ka pa nilang makilala. Pwede po bang itaas ninyo ang inyong kamay as a sign of surrender to Jesus Sumabay lang kayo sa panalangin ito, Panginoong Yesus. Salamat sa pag-ibig mo sa akin. Ako man ay nagkasala, pero ikaw ay mapagpatawad na Diyos. Patawarin mo po ako. Linisin mo ko ng yung banal na dugo. At sa oras na ito, tinatanggap kita sa aking puso bilang aking Panginoon na tagapagligtas. Ang buhay kong ito ay para lang sa iyo. Salamat po. Ako'y anak ng Diyos. At mayroong buhay na walang hanggan, dahil sa iyong ginawa sa krus ng Kalbaryo. Salamat po, Panginoon. Salamat.